0: Alright, so here's the thing. I'm a major fucking dumbass. Um, I just sat here for 45 minutes talking to my phone and uh, I wasn't even recording my podcast. <laughs> Leave it to me. Uh, Yeah, so anywho, I hope you guys are doing great. I'm so sorry that I've been neglecting my podcast. Um, I've been dealing with health issues lately. If you guys don't know, I just got diagnosed with uh hypothyroidism and borderline Hashimoto's. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm on medication and hormone pellets and stuff like that now. Uh, so I'm finally on the right track to taking care of myself. But today, um, I'm not really sure what topic I'm going to be talking about. I feel like I kind of just want to talk about... <sighs> Maybe something that's just been kind of, like, tugging on my heartstrings a lot lately, just, like, with the health issues and stuff that I've been having. Um, Just, you know, we... If you're like me, okay, you rag on yourself a lot. Like, you probably every single day tell yourself, you weren't as good as a mom as you probably should have been. Um, every night I lay in bed and I tell myself, I'm going to do this with my daughter tomorrow. I'm going to do this with my son tomorrow. We're going to do this activity. Like, I'm going to make this dinner. Like, I'm going to wake up and we're going to have fun and we're going to, you know, we're going to have a great day. And then, you know, sometimes I live up to that standard and other times I only live up to half of that standard and then other times I completely fucking vomit. A hundred percent. I just, I just fucking sucked. Like, I was so focused on other things, you know, my kids weren't in a good mood, it seemed like no one in the house was happy, I wasn't happy, I wasn't feeling good, I was tired, you know, just like, just things never really seemed to go as planned, is what I've learned with my own personal experience. Um. You know, being a mom, like, all of the time is, like, really, really hard. <laughs> It's really, really hard Uh, in, in all aspects. It's just, it's never, you know, like, oh, yeah, I had such a great day with the kids. Like, they didn't throw a fit. Like, everything was fine. You know, we ate good. There was no struggles. It's always like, yo, I could literally write you out a fucking list right now and tell you all of the ways and the reasons and the fucking things that happened today and why I'm being such a bitch. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like being a mom is such a blessing. It really is, but at the same time like it's exhausting mentally and physically. It takes a toll on us, especially when we're so hard on ourselves and like dude, like we like we have these kids, like we get them. Like they're ours to keep, and we have every single day with them, and we can't expect to be perfect with them every single day. We can't expect every day for us to be in the best mood, or for our kids to be in the best mood. Um, It's it's really those, those 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 kind of days. They're just they're not like they're not real life, man. Like it just doesn't happen you know i i can pick out days where like i'm like yeah you know i had i had a good day with the kids because they only threw a fit one or once or twice you know like oh when we went to the store today mason was actually good and didn't throw a fit and behaved herself the entire time like you know oh we had an easy morning because mason actually ate her breakfast And then sat down and watched TV and cuddled with me. And then the rest of the day was just, like, her fucking literally laying on the couch, kicking and screaming and punching me in the fucking face. Like, oh, my God. And there's, like, only so much you can do to prevent that. But, like, you can't really prevent it because, like, they're their own little people. They have their own emotions and their own feelings. And, like, they depend on us for everything. But, like, we can't fix everything. We can't make everything better no matter how much we try it's it's not it's not we're not living in a fucking fairy tale book you know i disappoint my kids all the time i am a humongous disappointment always have been always will be but that's because like my kids don't need to always depend on me entertaining them and me being there all of the time to make them happy or like not sad or you know give them something to do like growing up and being an adult they need to learn how to be self-sufficient and do things for themselves and we need to set examples by doing things for ourselves and also teaching our kids how to do the same thing for themselves because they can't fucking depend on us and other people throughout their whole lives to just do shit for them that's literally so setting them up for failure hundred um, percent you know, I have days where like I literally just lay around on the couch with Mason all day, and I can tell like she's she's bored, I'll give her things to do i'll give her I'll give her a hundred things to do in one day, but you know what the thing is is that my three year old is the type of three year old where i will I will you know wake up in the morning feed her breakfast. After that, we sit down on the couch, she watches her iPad or whatever, and then she'll take a bath. And then after that, I will I will set up paint for her. She'll paint for a good 10 minutes. Mom, I'm bored. I want something else to do. You know, I'll give her a coloring book with some markers and some coloring pencils. She lasts five minutes. Mom, I'm bored. I want something else to do. Even if I'm, Even if I'm sitting there with her, she's still bored of it. Even if I'm sitting there and encouraging her. She'll be like, mom, I'm bored. I want to go swimming. Mom, I want to go-go. Mom, I want to go to the store. Mom, I'm hungry. Mom, I want a snack. Mom, I want this. Mom, I want to go ride my bike. It's like literally this child is entertained for about a solid five minutes and she is just like over it no matter what I do. Like she just, she has like the attention span of a fucking fish. I feel like <laughs> maybe not, even, may, maybe more than a fish, maybe like a cat. I don't know. Like, she's she just she doesn't have it a lot of days. And, you know, my 12-year-old just sits in his room all day and plays video games and comes out at, like, the most inconvenient times and asks me to do stuff with him when it's like, bro, you've had all day, or, like, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're asking me to do this with you now when I'm, like, super tired, Mason's in bed, and I'm ready to lay around and not be a mom for the rest of the day? Like, no, dude. Like, you can go kick rocks. No, it's like there's... Man, there's never any winning. And it's crazy because Mason was my easiest child up until about seven months ago. And seven months ago is when my health issue started. So I feel like it's really been a challenge because I've had like all of these physical and mental things that I've been dealing with and trying to get under control while she's also been now going through the stage where she's not entertained very much. like, she always wants, like, a friend, or, like, when a friend is over, like, she's fighting with them, and, like, she can only last on an activity for so long. She doesn't like watching regular movies. Like, this girl doesn't even like cartoons. Like, she only likes to watch, like, Ryan and Blippi. Like, that's it. Like, she, you know, she's always wanting to snack. She's just, she's never really happy with anything. I mean, it's just crazy. So it's like I'm going through my transition while she's going through the transition of of being bored and, you know, literally fucking up anything and everything that she can in sight. And she's now to the point where she's crawling up on counters and, like, she's stealing food and she's not listening. And, you know, we have to put her in timeout and she's potty training at the same time. We're trying to potty train her and give her, like, rewards We have to tell her things, like, 15 times consistently, consecutively, whatever, to get her to finally listen, and even then, it's, like, such a freaking battle and a struggle, and, like, you know, I go to lay her down for a nap, and she's, like, kicking and flailing and screaming and, like, making me have to basically drag her up the stairs to go take a freaking nap, which is only when she's acting like an actual complete freaking a-hole because she's laying on the couch and she's kicking me in my ribs and screaming at me and telling me no and, like, I don't want to and da 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 and, like, she wants my phone and not her iPad and, like, she's literally doing the same thing on my phone that she would do on her iPad and her iPad is bigger, but the thing is is that she just wants my phone because it's my phone and... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it's literally retarded. I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna charge one of my old cell phones and download the YouTube app on it so she thinks that she has a cell phone because the iPad is big, so maybe that'll, like, trick her into thinking that she has the same thing as me and, like, it's smaller, but who fucking knows? I have no idea. Kids are so weird. Like, kids are so so weird with the dumb things that they do. Oh, God. It's just dumb. Like, it's like, it's like a constant... It's, like, a constant battle. But, like I said, Mason was my easiest one. Like, she was easy on everything. Like, she she was always, like, on a good sleep cycle. Like, she was never fussy. Teething was really easy. You know, getting her... I did. I, I co-slept. I, co- I slept with her in the bed because I breastfed her until seven months old. And then I moved her to her, um, her crib at seven months old. And then... You know, she transitioned really easy, never had an issue until she learned how to (laughs) crawl out of her crib after she turned, like, a year old. And then we had to lower the mattress, like, all the way to the floor, and then she learned how to, like, crawl in between the mattress and the crib, and it was really crappy because sometimes, like, she would get stuck in between, and, like, I would, like, wake up in a panic because I'd wake up to her screaming, and I'd have to, like, she wasn't, like, suffocating or anything. She just didn't know how to get out of it, so I'd have to, like, go get her out of that or whatever. But like she's always just been like super like low key and like like really mellow and really smart. I mean, this girl is like 3 years old and she's she's talking in full sentences. And she can get herself dressed and she can brush her teeth properly and she knows how to floss her teeth. She knows how to put her shoes on the right feet. She knows how to brush her hair. She knows how to put soap in her hair and then wash it out in the water. She knows how to turn the bathtub on and turn it off you know she she like knows how to count into like 20 she knows her entire abcs she's learning how to write her name and stuff like this girl is like super super smart so like when she acts like i think maybe maybe that's the issue is the fact that she's so advanced with a lot of things that that's why she gets bored so easily and it's been a real struggle for me to like figure out like what I can do to give her to make her like a little more entertained but then it's weird because like when I give her harder tasks to do she's like oh mom like you're sitting right here with me like you should do it with me or like you should do it for me and I'm like nah dude like this, this is not how it works and so I've just been like struggling really hard with her lately like there's no personal space she knows how to get into everything like she always has to be right by my side Like, I'm her favorite. Usually girls are, like, daddy's girls. But, no, like, this girl is obsessed with me. Like, she loves me. She'll walk, her dad will go in in her room and let her out in the morning. And she'll, like, first thing she says to him is, no, I want mom. I want mom. Mom needs a hug first. And she'll, like, run right past him and, like, come into my room and, like, cuddle up with me and stuff. Like, she's totally a mommy's girl. But she's a pain in my butthole and then there's Aiden. Aiden is, he's a daddy's boy. He loves his dad. Everything is about his dad. He wants everything to do with his dad. He wants to do everything with his dad. He respects him more. He talks to him more. Um, you know, he talks nicer to him, uses his manners more with his dad. It's just, it's, it's crazy how different children are. And it's, makes my mind just go back and forth like what the fuck (laughs) like why why is it like this i don't know but it takes a toll on us because like no matter what age we are or like what we're going through like we're always trying to like figure ourselves out and we're also trying to figure out like our kids and we're trying to figure out our husband and like everything else like that surrounds our life like there's always so many stress factors And it's, like, that's why when people, when people say, like, oh, like, I'm ready to be a mom, or, like, oh, I'm not ready to be a mom, I'm, like, literally no one's ever ready to be a mom or a wife. (laughs) Like, you're just not. And there's people, like, on social media who pretend that they're just, like, so fucking awesome and have everything together, and and I, I can see right through their bullshit, like, no one has it that great unless you have, like, a nanny and, like, babysitters on hand and, like, you have, like, a really well-balanced, like, working mom and, you know, love life and, like, you go on date night, like, once or twice a week and it's just, it's just bullshit. It's all bullshit. We all fucking stress out. It's just dumb. Like, nothing, nothing is, like, ever fair and, I mean, that's another thing I want to talk about. Like, like, I, like I see other people's struggles and like I've read other people's stories and people message me and like they open up to me and like they vent and stuff. And I've been through so many different stages in my life and different like relationships and, you know, a past marriage and stuff like that. And like people always look at me and you know, they look at like my life and like what I s what I show on social media and people are like like I just read a comment the other night on live and they're like Your life is so perfect. Like, I'm so jealous of you. And I literally had to cackle at that. I had to. 100%. I had to cackle at that. My life is by no means perfect. I'm going to tell you guys right now that just because you see material items or, like, certain parts of people's lives that it is by far never perfect. Perfect. I mean, I could tell you guys stories for days on things that I've been through and things that I've gone through in my marriage and stuff. Like, I know when people look from the outside at, like, what I have, like, I have a nice house, I drive a nice truck, like, my husband has a nice car, we have dirt bikes, we have quads, we have a boat, we have a pool in the backyard... You know, we have nice furniture. You know, I cook good dinners. Like we always have food in the house, stuff like that. Like you know, people always say like, "Oh, Heather, you have such nice clothes." And like your hair always looks good and like this and that and like, "Oh, I love your relationship. Like your relationship is like goals. Like it's perfect." <laughs> yada yada yada. Like you guys have like, you know, you have beautiful kids. Like you have a cat, you have like a really pretty great Dane. And it's like, yeah, like those are material things that I have in my life. And then I have, I have kids that I made and I created. And I have a way of showing myself to the outside world. But the thing is, is I have a lot of fucked up shit in my life. I always have. I have struggled for a long time. And even though life is a lot better for me now, it's still not perfect. It's never been near perfect. Ever. Perfect isn't a thing that exists. Honestly. Me and my husband fight probably more than you guys could ever think. Especially lately. We have fought... A lot. A lot, a lot. I mean, to the point where divorce is being brought up. And my kids are happy, but my 12-year-old is 12. And he sees and hears things because, you know, he, he listens and he spies and he puts his nose in places that they don't belong and he feels things, and he has his own struggles. And, you know, if if it came down to it, he would choose Derek over me, and that's fine. That's because if I left here, I would go and live at my mom's house again at a very run-down, you know, crappy place, and he would want to stay here with his dad that has nice things in the boat and the house, and, you know, he can eat whatever he wants and, you know, go see his friends and stuff. I don't blame him. But, um you know there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of arguments in my marriage a lot of really messed up words that are shared and you know things that we can't take back we've we've overcome a lot of things you know on top of that you know we've we've worked really hard for everything that we've had i mean derek's definitely financially worked a lot harder than me especially in the last year because i haven't been working You know, when I owned my own business, like, I did good at first, and then I struggled, and I, I put us in debt a little bit, and he had to dig us out of that hole. And I wanted out of where we were, and so he made sure to move me away. And, you know, we bought a new house, and we have a completely different life now, and things are definitely better, but at the same time, like, in our marriage, like, it's always just so all over the place. But we're constantly working on it. And, you know, I have my own mental health issues, you know, I have depression, I think about suicide a lot, and I try not to, you know, just like people always say, oh, you have this, you have that, you have this, you have that, like, why are you depressed, like, like, how ungrateful are you, like, like, you don't, you don't even have any reason to be, like, sad or anything, but it's like, I actually do. Lots of reasons, I have lots of reasons that I don't tell you guys, and there are things that I still to this day can't share because I can't trust anybody because it causes a lot of issues in my in my life, you know, especially with my middle child. I can't even talk about any of that. I can't ever talk about any of that. That's something that I so badly want to be able to talk to people about and i'm i'm literally if I do, I will never be able to see my kid again you know i I struggle with lots of things. I I don't know, like, it's just crazy. You know, you can have everything in the world and there are still things inside of your home that suck, that make you unhappy, that are a struggle. Don't look at somebody's life from what they show you and, and by any means think that they have it better than you do. I would rather live in a very run-down home and drive shitty cars and be extremely happy with Derek than to have all the nice things that I have now and have all the fights and arguments that we have. It sucks. It sucks fighting with the person who is your best friend and that you love because there are so many outside factors that just fuck everything up. You can't communicate on For some reason, the other person can't stand or understand the other person. They can't see your point of view. You know, they're so stuck in their own head and how they feel about things that they just, they can't, they can't relate to you. And you can only push your own emotions aside so many times and go, okay, this is not that important to me to fight over to the point where you get to that other point where you're like no like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking say something I'm gonna stand up for myself and that's been like a really big um, what kind of word am I looking for I feel like that's been a really big challenge with Derek lately is the fact that before I used to just shut up and disagree with everything that he's had to say and now I'm not like that now I say what I want to say when I feel it and how I think it and I'm more vocal about things and I don't just like sit down and shut up anymore and I feel like he's really had a hard time with it but he's adjusting to it but he definitely doesn't like it because Derek is the type of person that he likes things the way that he likes them and when he disagrees with somebody he will legitimately walk away from you and That's that. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what you have to say. Like, his mind is set on one thing and you can't change it. And I've always been the type of person that I take other people's thoughts and feelings into consideration, especially if they make it into such a big deal. And I've adjusted from that, especially over the last year. Because there's always been things that I've wanted to say... But I wanted to save an argument. And now I'm just at the point where I'm like, well, if you're going to sit here and argue with me and tell me how you feel, I'm going to tell you how I feel. I shouldn't have to hold back my feelings and my words just to prevent you from feeling any type of negative way. Because in the end, I'm still sitting there feeling negative and resentful, and, like, I could have said something, and I could have saved my own feelings just to protect yours. Like, it's, it's not worth it. <laughs> and then there are other times where we can sit there and we can talk about things very civil, and we can relate to each other. And those are the times that I fall in love with Derek even more. I love him so much when he can sit there and actually have a, uh, conversation with me whether it be negative or positive and him just be like you know what I understand you like I get it like I feel you or you know we don't yell and scream at each other and we just sit there and actually talk things out those are the times that I fall in love with Derek even more and I get so upset when I don't get that out of him I guess this whole thing just kind of leads to like being a woman being a mom being a parent being a wife, being a girlfriend is just, like, just hard. It's just hard. Like, I always see, like, online, like, like always, like, always all the jokes about, like, women being, like, controlling and, like, mean to their men and, like, telling them they can't go out on, like, on, you know, guys' nights and can't go do this and their wives are always nagging and this and that and, like, I've never been that type of wife ever. Like, I've always been like, yeah, boo-boo, like, you do you. You go do what makes you happy, you come home to me, like, everything's totally fine. I've never been that type of woman to, like, control anything that Derek has done, ever. I want him to be his own person. And, like, sometimes I feel like, for a long time, not not lately, but, like, for a long time, I feel like the roles were definitely reversed. And Derek was more of the wife and I was more of the husband and Derek like was the wife who like made rules and set boundaries and and uh and this and that and I was just always like the husband that was like, mm, with like the puppy dog face, like, uh huh. Tell my friends, sorry guys, I can't go out with you tonight because like this and that. <laughs> Derek's definitely changed from that though. Like he's been a lot better, a lot more trusting, a lot more open, whatever. He has his reasonings for things, but I don't know, everyone has like their own side. Like I I kinda I kinda get jealous of like the women that I see that just like get to go out with their friends all the time and go shopping and like have photo shoots and go have play dates and like go to the pool or like go on vacation with each other, go to the mall, go to the you know, the movies, go, you know, out to dinner and have drinks. Like I don't know what it's like to experience that because my whole entire life is about my kids and my husband and like the few times that i've done that it's like gotten really fucked up and i won't go into detail about it but it's always backfired on me and i feel like i'm kind of just like not really meant for that kind of life because of the things that have happened um but I mean, like just like just like think about it, like go like like weigh out your shit like if you have a if you, if you have a good man like if you have like a decent life like if you have a job, if you have freedom if you you know if you have a nice house or you know you have an actual car to drive or you have friends or family, like you still have things like don't be don't be jealous of the the things that other people have because I can tell you right now like it's either. It might be serving them positively, but I can guarantee you most of the time like a lot of people act happy, but they're not, and it might be serving them negatively, and you have no idea. You know, there's only so much of myself that I'm willing to put out there for people to know about me and to judge, but I will tell you my life is not perfect at all. Do I have it easy? Absolutely. Do have it easy. I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky. I have a lot of things in my life that I've always wanted. I have a lot of things that I'm still trying to obtain. Do I have a pretty negative, unlucky life when I'm arguing with my husband? Yes, because our arguments are horrible. They are rough. They are hurtful and disgusting and their name-calling and screaming and threatening divorce and threatening cheating. And it just, it kills a person on the inside. I have argued with my husband so many times that I'm literally deadened to the situation now because I I already know that we're just going to work things out because I know that Derek loves me and I know he just has a really hard time handling his emotions and how he reacts towards things because I will tell you right now he is the worst one on that end um but I'm just I'm like I'm like numb to it now like I know he's not going to leave me And I know he's angry and he has things that he has to say, but it still doesn't make it right and it still fucks me up. It fucks me up bad, which is why a lot of things don't bother me because I feel like I've been through like the worst of the worst sometimes. Things of, there's only so much I can say on here because there are people that, that listen to my stuff that I know are going back and telling other people other things that they shouldn't be telling them so I can only share so much but you can always privately message me if you have any questions on my experiences at all but you know just whatever you take from this just like stop being so hard on yourself you know everything goes hand in hand in life you're only one person you're only capable of so much but you are capable of a lot You only have control over so much, but you do have control over a lot as well. You can do whatever you want to do. Nothing is permanent. Whatever you feel like is holding you back, figure out a way to fucking get that shit under control. Don't be fake. Be real. Put yourself out there. Because I'm going to tell you right now, 100% I mean this with literally all of my heart. The moment that you share your story with other people is the moment that you actually connect with other people. It's the moment that I felt free. Every time I'm open and honest with you guys I I feel like those chains get a little more looser. I feel like I get a little more stronger because Lying and hiding who I am has never gotten me anywhere. Being myself and being who I am has gotten me a lot farther in life. Regardless of the the little bit of negativity that I've gotten with it. Fuck those guys. Those are the people that are still staying in their shell and they're hiding. And they can't be truthful with other people with the shit that they're going through With how they feel about themselves and how much they don't like their lives. Just remember that. You're strong as fuck for sharing and being open about anything. And if someone turns against you, if someone talks shit to you, if someone makes you feel stupid, whatever. That's on them, it's not on you. I promise you that. Hurt people hurt people. It's real. It's real life. People who struggle mentally all the time that are fucked up and angry and closed off and scared and naive and judgmental and arrogant those are the type of people that want to bring you down. Don't let them do that to you. Not in the aspect of being a mom of being a person, a woman, a wife a human being, anything, none of it, tell them to go eat a dick. You are who you are, you're here for a reason, you're listening to this right now for a reason. Everything in your life has led up to this point. Just have a little bit of realization that life is not everything that it seems. You're a badass fucking human. You can do whatever you want to do. The only thing holding you back is yourself. If you need help, reach out. If you need to say something, say it. If something's not making you happy, figure out a way to change it. The only reason why you're stuck is because of yourself. And the perfect does not exist. Stop looking at people and admiring the shit that they have, because I can tell you right now, there's been fights, there's been crying, there's been yelling, there's been screaming, there's been heartache, depression, anxiety, things that they've had to give up, ways that they've had to sacrifice just to get where they are. Just learn to, instead of being jealous, look at them and just appreciate, maybe not appreciate, Just respect that they've come as far as they have because all good things come with so many fucking negative instances. I love you guys and I hope that you have a great night, a great morning, a great evening, great afternoon, wherever you are. Thank you for listening.